A planned rural development north of Escondido has spawned two measures that will appear on county ballots next election. One for approving the development itself, and one that would prevent developments like these. If approved, the Save Our San Diego Countryside Amendment would require all large developments in the backcountry to get voters' approval, delaying the construction process and increasing costs. Despite the need for more housing in the county, the question of density versus sprawl remains a stubborn flashpoint. For the San Diego Union-Tribune, I'm Daniel Wheaton, and this is your San Diego News Fix. J. Harry Jones, you cover a number of communities in North and East County, and there's been this ongoing controversy about this new development called Newland Sierra. This has been going on for some time. Can you give us the background of when this controversy started? Oh, sure. Uh, Newland Sierra, there, there's, there are two different things that voters are going to be asked to uh, decide on in March. One of them is an initiative brought forward by people who are upset after the Newland Sierra development, which is about five, going to be built about five miles north of downtown Escondido, just mm-hmm. west of Interstate 15 on about 2,000 acres. They're going to, they want to put 2,135 houses up there. Uh, in an area that's zoned for 99 houses and and a bunch of commercial. Um, Newland Sierra was approved by the Board of Supervisors after going through years and years of of expensive um, planning and pro- the process mm-hmm. in October or in September of 2018. It was a 4-0 vote unanimous with Diane Jacob was absent because she was ill. Within a month, as was required, uh, opponents funded by the uh, Golden Door Luxury Spa, which is located right across Deer Springs Road from where this big development would eventually be built, mm-hmm. um, it spent about a million dollars, a little over a million dollars, to for paid signature gatherers. And in 17 days, they were able to gather well over 100,000 signatures, which then eventually forced a an election this coming March uh, mm-hmm. on whether or not the supervisor's approval should be overturned. Mm-hmm. And the uh, and that's where that is heading right now. The supporters of Newland Sierra, which includes the entire development industry and many political leaders and business leaders, um, they're calling it the Better Choice Campaign. Mm-hmm. And just today, uh, coincidentally, we finally figured, found out what the measures are going to be called. This will be Measure B. Mm-hmm. So there, it's going to be B for better choice will be their campaign, and you're going to see a lot of ads in the coming months. It's a lot of money being pumped into this thing on both sides. Mm-hmm. Um, so it seems like this comes at a time in which there's clear need for more development, more houses, as it is very expensive to live in San Diego. So what are some of the reasons behind the opposition to this project and why it's been kind of a controversy for so long? Going back a decade, uh, there was another proposal to build another development called Miriam Mountains on the same, basically the same piece of property, and that failed by a three to two vote of the supervisors back, uh, I think it was 2010. Mm-hmm. Um, so, that, yeah, this has been going on a long time. Um, it, it is a good time for the developers to be facing this kind of a question because there is all this uh, talk about a housing crisis and how we need more and you know, far more houses in the county. Um, the opponents will say, don't really disagree with that. We definitely need more housing, but we need more attainable, affordable housing located just the way the county's general plan or the blueprint for development calls for, which is near infrastructure, near established transportation hubs, 
you know, in cities, mm-hmm. not sprawl development out in the rural, rural countryside, which is unspoiled and, you know, very environmentally sensitive. And they maintain that the, the developers come in and buy this land on the cheap because it's not zoned for this kind of development. And then they go using their political connections and, and spending a lot of money to get that ch- zoning changed. Mm-hmm. to allow for this incredible, through, through what they call a general plan amendment, which is a legal process, but um, it takes a long time and is expensive. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. And at least in the city of San Diego, there has been pretty consistent discussion about transit-oriented development, exactly what you were saying earlier about having you know dense apartment complexes near transit stops. Are there supporters of that idea in North County, which is a little bit more uh, spread out and, and not quite as, you know, pro-transit as the, the city of San Diego is? But what is that kind of political landscape? Oh, yeah. I mean, within the city, like Escondido's got this massive push for um, high-density housing right in their downtown area. They're going to be building thousands of homes in the next uh, coming years. And it's true of all the North County cities. What, what this has to do with, and what also the SOS initiative, which we can talk about later, mm-hmm. has to do with is the unincorporated parts of the county, the moral, the semi-rural and rural parts of the county. And should there be great big housing projects dumped into these areas where right now it's open space and uh, pretty, you know, mountaintops, et cetera. Yeah. Um, but no, they're, everyone's trying to do their part, as far as I can tell, as far as cities go, uh, mm-hmm. to bring more housing in. It's what is affordable. Is sprawl housing affordable? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's one, this is not connected to the county, there's one that's proposed for uh, out in Escondido in the San Pasquale Valley. They're calling it Harvest Hills. 550 luxury homes all over a million dollars. Wow. Does that help the housing shortage? Mm-hmm. Um They'll argue, well, it's trickle-up theory. If somebody will live in a smaller house, and then they'll buy a bigger house, and then that house will become available to somebody. Like, you know, you know that, I don't know if that's mm-hmm. a, a legitimate argument or not. But and the other, uh, one of the big other arguments against this sprawl development is that they're all in what are considered high-fire-prone areas. And mm-hmm. they're, they're saying you're just creating a disaster in the making, you know. Yeah, and imagine, like, people buying these multimillion-dollar homes only to have them destroyed years later. It's kind of a worst-case scenario that would just, you know, bleed millions of dollars. Right, right. So we got got the new and Sierra thing, which Mm is going to be Measure B on the ballot. And then we have a Measure A, which has been known up until today as the SOS initiative. It's Mm -hmm. Save Our San Diego Countryside. And what that is doing, again, it was done through the signature gathering process back in 2018, um, would force all future general plan amendments for these big projects to undergo a public vote after the supervisors had approved it. So in other mm-hmm. words, it takes the final decision-making away from the politicians and puts it in the hands of the voters. Politicians don't like this. They say, why do we elect people if you're not going to have to trust us to you know, be the experts on this stuff? Um, they call it ballot box planning, which no one seems to like. Um, mm-hmm. But the backers of this, um, which include many environmental groups and a lot of people, um, say this takes the influence peddling away from the developers. The the sway that they that they hold way too much sway with politicians through their their endorsement. I mean their their donations to their campaigns and whatnot. And then they, that the politicians feel you know <laughs> that they owe them. And then that's why we get all these. Uh, general plan amendments being approved last year there were a number of them approved in north south counties um and they're more going to be coming up soon 
Mm-hmm. The, the SOS thing, if it passes and eventually gets through the courts, um, would require public votes on any future ones. It, it don't impact anything that's already been approved but, uh, mm-hmm. on future and I imagine if that thing were to pass, it would kind of even make even longer the timeline that it takes to create any kind of development. It would just increase that drastically, right? Drastically, as well as the cost, because all of these uh, campaigns, you know, when we're dealing with one Lilac Hills back in, I think it was 2014, and some smaller ones, when that shopping mall in Carlsbad, they all they spent millions of dollars on these campaigns to try to get them passed. And so... They would go through the years of planning for a general plan amendment. The developers would, as normal, they would go through the whole planning process, the planning commission, the board of supervisors, and then after all that's done, they'd have to probably wait a year, year and a half to uh, have a public vote and spend millions more on that. It's just like, why bother at this point? Why would you even go through all that? Yeah, and at that point, maybe that would be enough cost to kind of force people to reconsider more, you know, taller, bigger developments in more urban areas versus urban sprawl, which it's kind of a weird uh, kind of political game in which either way you go towards, you know, don't do it this way in the rural areas or don't do it this way within urban communities kind of ends up in the same place in which the economics will force dense development somewhere eventually. You know, all these developers that want to put these big, sprawl developments out there, they're doing it because they know there's a market for it. People, mm-hmm. Some people don't want to live in a, in a high-rise in, in downtown San Diego or Escondido or, or Oceanside. They want, to, they want to have a house like the suburb, suburbs, like they grew up in when they were a kid. And there is a market for this, whether it's affordable housing or not. They wouldn't be doing it if they weren't going to make a lot of money. So maybe the free market should just go at it. And, you know, if that's people want this, you know, and that's an argument against these kind of restrictive laws. Hmm. Yeah, in a way, this story kind of like connects like all of the continuing threads that consistently plague the region of how do we accommodate all the people that live here in a way that's reasonable and affordable. And it seems like no matter where you fall on the build sprawl or build density spectrum, there's no real answer. Right. And there's a lot of conflicting uh, arguments, too. Like this Newland, um, the Newland folks will say, look, right now people are driving down, you know, commuting from Temecula and mm-hmm. Menifee every day, back and forth, putting all those cars on I-15, which is a complete mess at rush hour both ways. Um, <laughs> while the people who are opposed to Newland Sierra say, well, yeah, now you're going to be putting... X number of thousands of more uh, cars on the road from that development. It's going to be the bigger than the city of Del Mar. You know, uh, uh, how is that going to help things? It's just going to make traffic worse. So there's, there's, there's no consensus on what's better for the community to have houses in what the development world is calling the I-15 growth corridor. Mm-hmm. And, of course, opponents call the backcountry the unspoiled natural beauty of uh, the rural areas. Um, and there's really no, there's not a lot of gray area there for these these folks. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it seems when it comes to development and housing, everyone kind of has their entrenched view. So uh, you mentioned that uh, I guess the next thing that we will see will be on the March ballot. Uh, this will be on all of the county ballots, right, or just the people who live in the unincorporated areas? No, it's going to be countywide for both of them, uh, which is which some people think is not fair, that why should somebody in Chula Vista be voting on a 
housing development north of Escondido. But that's the way the the rule the, the law law is written. Mm-hmm. And so you're going to see these countywide big uh, TV advertising campaigns as well as all sorts of other and lots of social media has already started mm-hmm. on this stuff. Um, yeah. And then even though the language of what people will be voting on has been highly contested. Uh, a few weeks ago, the Board of Supervisors, by a three-to-two vote, changed the language on the Newland Sierra one to a – it reads now more like Newland communities wanted it to read. Yeah. It's more explanatory, and it actually is clear in some ways that what was approved originally by the supervisors for that language was pretty darn confusing. And uh, and everybody would agree to that, but it was also perhaps more neutral. Um, the new language, some argued, like Diane Jacob argued, um, was biased toward the developer. Mm-hmm. Um, but they voted three to two to do that. Uh, and then just today, uh, on the SOS, Jim Desmond, County Supervisor Jim Desmond, tried to put before the Board of Supervisors uh, a, a, ch- a very last-second change in the language on the SOS, or the measure... Um, a wording mm-hmm. and that was uh, tomorrow was the deadline for when the, the, the final day that the wording could be changed before the March ballot absolute last day 83rd three days before the election he had to pull that off the agenda and it never they never even talked about it because the county council Tom Montgomery announced that after hearing arguments from both sides he has come to the conclusion that he basically miscounted and 83 days isn't the rule, it's 88 days. Wow. And so they missed the deadline by last Friday was the last day they could have done this. So they just didn't even bother, mm-hmm. um, which pleased the backers of the SOS thing to mm-hmm. no end. But, um, mm-hmm. So anyway, and, and that, that language is pretty basic and yeah. uh, understandable. So, so um, it's a little early when it comes to measures as to what the public support is. But uh, do we have a sense of um, the chances of either of these things passing? Is it possible that both pass? Like, what are the the movers and shakers saying? Boy, you know, it, it's no one really seems to know for sure. Mm-hmm. In the past, uh, the same people who were behind the SOS initiative, Measure A, uh, a lot of them were the ones who defeated the, uh, the Lilac Hills Ranch initiative, which was brought by the developers back in 2014. Think, mm-hmm. um, and they, on a, on a shoestring budget compared to what the developer was spending, um, they won well over sixty percent of the vote against this thing. So there's a real appetite in the county not to for no, no change, not to allow these big developments. Um, and then other several other developer initiated ballot things have failed in recent years on a smaller scale for the most part, but. In the past couple of years, more and more talk about the housing crisis. Um, I mean, a real, almost ever, uh, leaders screaming that we have to have more housing. How will mm-hmm. that impact these votes? I don't know. Yeah. Um, I, I just don't know. All right. J. Harry Jones, thank you so much. Thank you. In other North County news, recent rains have stalled work on State Route 78 between College Boulevard and El Camino Real. The $4.5 million project is meant to repair erosion and replace the sign, shoulder, and curbs along the westbound part of the road. Construction on the steep slope along the north side of the freeway began in September and is expected to take eight months. After that, the plants will take about three years to become established. Thanks for listening to the San Diego News Fix, which goes live weekdays at 5 p.m. 
on weekday mornings, you can also hear a quick rundown of local weather and headlines. Just tell your smart speaker to launch the San Diego Union Tribune. You can also get the Flash Briefing as a podcast. For a full listing of our audio offerings, go to unionrib.com slash podcasts. Until next time.